0: A tut is on the way. There's your first alert. Uh, It's kind of a fancy term for something very meteorological, very nerdy from a weather standpoint. In other words, it's a tropical upper tropospheric trough, T-U-T-T, hence the term tut. Google it. You'll find all kinds of information on it, but what it really is in its simplest terms is a swirl in the atmosphere. It's an upper level disturbance that right now is just a little bit east of the Bahamas. This is going to continue to work its way westbound. Now in some somewhat limited occurrences. We've had these develop into tropical systems, but that does not appear to be the case in this situation. Having said that, what it causes the air to do is to rise, and it's, of course, very warm and humid already. It causes the air to rise. Anytime you get rising air, it develops clouds, and in this case, showers and thunderstorms. You'll see some beautiful tropical-looking, towering cumulus and cumulonimbus clouds over the next couple of days. You get underneath one of these, it just pours, like two to three inches of rain an hour, a little lightning thrown in, maybe some gusty Winds, and then as quickly as it's moved in, it moves out, and the sun comes back out for a while. That's the kind of thing we're going to see. We'll start to see an uptick in the coverage today, uh, more so than yesterday. As we expected, it went to isolated. Uh, today, it's still not real widespread, but perhaps 35 oh, to 45% of the area to get rain. By tomorrow and into Saturday, that number at least doubles. And everybody, when you combine the next three days, should get at least some rain. And in some cases, there'll be some very heavy rainfall amounts because of this upper level disturbance. It's going to traverse the area from the east, and in fact, when it gets over Florida later Friday, Friday night into Saturday, to sort of stall and weaken with time, uh, keeping those storms going for the beginning of the weekend on Saturday. Still, some dry periods in there on Saturday, but there'll be some heavy showers and thunderstorms as well. And then finally, as that disturbance uh, breaks up even more and begins to move out of the area by Sunday and Monday, we'll dry it out a little bit. Now it'll still be very humid. We'll still have at least a few widely scattered showers and thunderstorms, and in fact, we'll still have an onshore flow. We off the Atlantic, which we've had for many days now, so we won't get rid of the rain completely by the end of the weekend on Sunday into Monday, but it will be um, it will be a little bit drier. Hot, high temperatures still in the upper 80s to low 90s feel like temperatures well into the 90s, so we're not going to get rid of that heat and humidity anytime soon, which of course is not at all unusual for the first week or so of September. Uh, So we look forward now to the tropics, and that's a big topic, a big story, and certainly it's um, an unsettled pattern for the moment, to say the least. We have what's left of Gordon moving up into the uh, middle part of the country over the next couple of days, still producing some locally heavy rain and flooding and isolated tornadoes, but uh, not a tropical system anymore. It's post-tropical, so the last statement um, or advisory issued by the National Hurricane Center during the day yesterday, bye-bye to Gordon. So we look to the east, to Florence, which is going to be out there for a long time. It went major uh, Wednesday morning, became a Category 3, increased to Category 4 Wednesday afternoon. And what's remarkable about this, it's in an an area not all that favorable for not only the development of a major hurricane, but sustaining a major hurricane. There's very dry air in its vicinity, and uh, there's a good deal of shear. But this has found sort of its uh, own little... Uh, sweet spot, so to speak, out over the middle of the Atlantic, and it's been thriving. Having said that, it does appear as though there would be some weakening over the next couple of days because of these adverse conditions in the atmosphere, and also because when a hurricane becomes powerful, there are oftentimes changes in its structure anyway. For example, an eyewall replacement cycle and that that results in some weakening at least for a time. Now, as it gets farther to the west, by the end of the weekend into early next week, the conditions do look quite favorable for for re-strengthening. so we may very well have uh, at least a return to a major hurricane if it drops below that status over the next couple of days by the time we get to Sunday and Monday. During that time it also stays out over the open Atlantic. It's not a problem for the U.S. to the early part of next week. Now, because the the hurricane's powerful, there will be an easterly swell emanating from Florence all the way to our beaches perhaps as early as Sunday, and certainly by the early part of next week, and when that starts to happen we'll see an increase in the rip current risk which is already somewhat significant because we've had this persistent onshore flow we have a new moon phase that arrives on Sunday, that's going to cause higher than average tides, by the way, over the weekend into early next week, and then you get the added impetus of Hurricane Florence way off to our east, which is a couple of thousand miles to our east early this morning and will still be a long ways away all the way through the weekend. So no direct impacts, but we'll watch that easterly swell arriving for at beaches by Sunday and Monday. The fork in the road, I've talked about it before. I've talked about it the last few days. It's over the western Atlantic come Sunday and Monday. Will the hurricane have a chance to escape to the north and move away from the U.S. and not at all be a problem? Or will it end up being missed by an upper level disturbance, an upper level trough, and then allowed to languish over the western Atlantic and or move toward the west? Latter scenario is is starting to become something that we've got to seriously consider and look at. Now, the whole eastern seaboard, more or less, at least from about the northeast coast of Florida all the way to New England, is open game to this. Uh, this um, storm to Florence, perhaps, in the middle of end of next week. So it's a long ways away. It's at least a week away. We've got plenty of time to prepare. We should always be prepared all up and down the East Coast. And this may still end up being a recurve or something that just gets uncomfortably really close to the middle of, end of next week, or it could be a system that moves all the way to the West. I know that sounds like a lot of possibilities, and, and, uh, and you're right. But the situation is just simply not cut and dry at this point. Upper-level high pressure does look like it'll remain at least somewhat strong across the northern Atlantic, uh, fluctuating a little bit on and off over the next week, and that's going to be key on whether or not this is a recurve or it moves farther to the west. Uh, We've got to stay up-to-date and always prepared all up and down the eastern seaboard, and again, of course, specifically Jacksonville and northeastern Florida. Now, behind that are what's likely to be Helene and Isaac developing within the next few days, and those two will have to be carefully watched, although at least one one of them looks to be a recurve uh, we may have another that makes a takes a far more, uh, a more- further southern and western track, I should say, and, and that would be then one that would also have to be carefully watched. And in fact, even the western Gulf of Mexico looks like an area that might try to see some tropical development next week, too. Now, something there would, of course, most likely stay well west of Florida, but plenty to track in the tropics and what's going to be a busy few weeks ahead. No uh, surprise, given that it's the peak of the hurricane season, but as I've mentioned the last few weeks, it's not just as simple as being the peak of the hurricane season. Other conditions are favorable. For the development right now, and we're seeing that happen. There's more on this. Try to to discuss this in detail uh, in talking the tropics with Mike. It's at wokv.com and ActionNewsJax.com. Thoroughy weather all the time. I'm chief meteorologist Mike Burish from the CBS 47 and Fox 30 Action News Jax First Alert Weather Center for News 104.5 WOKV.